Hello, boys and girls. My name is David Running Horse Sawitsky, and I am 116th Cherokee Indian. Does that mean we only have to pay 116th attention to you? Hey everybody, welcome to episode 62. 62. Mike Volpe and Brian Lipsitz are here again. We are. Yay. The crew is yeah. back together. <laughs> the boys are back in town. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a horrible singer. Don't let yeah, me ever me do that again. <laughs> um, first things first. I'm taking Revitalize. What's that? SBV Fitness oh, Supplements. That's my company. <laughs> it is. I cracked open my Revitalize yep. uh, last week. Mm-hmm. And well done, Mike Volpe. Oh, thank you. I it tried. Takes, I told it, you. It tastes like hot chocolate. That sat out and got cold. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Which is not like other protein powders are chocolatey, but this one is chocolatey. Right. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's thank good. you. It's working well for me. Very good. cool. Yeah. No bloating, no burping when you take it. My I'm, I'm always fine. bloated and burping anyway, oh. so right. <laughs> I'm just that kind of guy. <laughs> no. no, it's purest stuff available. Yeah. So. No, I like it. It's Glad. good. I like it. All if right. only it was available online. We're working on that. Yeah. I am trying to find, basically what I need to find is like a warehouse to store it in mm-hmm. because I need bulk shipping rates. Yeah. I need a place where I can put it where they ship stuff out all the time mm-hmm. so that I can, you know, put it online and then sell it i just can't i'm stuck in a shitty situation based on the weight of it yep and the region to ship it yeah. to california would cost the consumer 22 bucks at the Good slowest Lord. rate because in the box it's going to weigh seven pounds yep that's fedex ups they're all the same yeah mm. yeah we do need to get that available because you need to make money on i mean you do yeah. this for free like i do this for free and brian does this for free mm. we're all here just giving our time yeah. So we need something on the back end to make yeah. money off of it, which is why yeah. I'm going to start doing the T-shirt thing. Yeah, We're going to start selling stuff, and I'm getting closer and closer to actually having things available on the uh, the site. And mm-hmm. people can go there and buy shirts to support us. So you can not only buy just Geek Generation shirts, but also things that are just geek-themed. Mm-hmm. And that way you, you can have like a diversity of stuff. And I would think, hopefully, that our fans would come and support our store first before looking elsewhere. Yeah, I would hope. But that is something I have as a goal for the site. And I actually got an email from someone recently, too, that wanted to sell me a design. So oh. those people are out there. Mm-hmm. And I can, I'm can. i definitely willing to buy designs from people that have good stuff that I think would sell. So mm-hmm. all that stuff is possibilities. And speaking of just branching out, <clears throat> uh, I was talking to you guys before this a little bit, is that I am just so overloaded with all this stuff between... Uh, the teaching and the coaching and the geek generation. And I mean, like I had to quit wrestling Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. I just don't have time for everything all by myself anymore. What I would really, really like to do is expand the writing staff of the site because that is one of the biggest time sinks for me. Mm -hmm. I love doing the show. This is my favorite part of the geek generation stuff. And this is the last thing that I would give up, but I do have to, I have to take a step back from the site. It's just too much. I need people who I can say maybe one person is a de- dedicated movie trailer poster mm-hmm. and all they do is put up movie trailers. 
Um, Mike Boyd has come on as our video game writer and is doing yeah. a fantastic job. His articles are awesome, mm-hmm. even though it, it takes me a while to edit some of this stuff, too, because the articles are long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe I have someone who's just an editor that's good with grammar. Mm. That would not be me. Right. That would be me. <laughs> yeah. So maybe that's no, honestly. <laughs> so maybe that's Brian. So yeah. all those like little things that I need, I need to have a staff that mm-hmm. is willing to start off working for free. Because this has to be a passion project first. I've gotten little money to do this over the two years or so, almost two years now that I've been doing the site. And I really need other people who want to be a part of this and have passions for this kind of stuff. And I want people to come into it and do it because they enjoy doing it. If it's not fun, don't come do it. Yeah, yeah. But I want people to come in with the uh, potential future that this could become. I want this to be an empire. And rule the world. Da, 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 da. Uh, <laughs> no. uh, this is the geek generation. I've said it before. This isn't just me. Yes, this has my particular voice on it, and everything that we do kind of has my t- particular spin on it. But it's I do want to branch out, and I want to include other people, like-minded people, that want to participate in this. Mm-hmm. So if you're one of those people listening, please get in touch with me podcast at thegeekgeneration.com. I want more people to be a part of this big thing. You don't have to be someone who just stands on the side and listens. You can be someone who is actively involved with all this. So just an email. Right now there's a fan out there of super proportions standing up, hands on his hips, going, I can do this, Rob. As they should be. <laughs> they should all Tong. be. They should all be out there just going, I want to be part of this generation. I'm not going to sing. I said I wouldn't sing. And you just did it again. I know. This is terrible. I don't know what's wrong with me right now. Anyway, continuing on. Uh, nominations for the Geeky Awards continue. We have gotten some great feedback, already more so than I was expecting. We've gotten some awesome uh, nominations in from people. Mm-hmm. And again, if you want to nominate things for categories in the Geeky Awards, go to thegeekgeneration.com slash awards. And there is a form there that you can fill out and send in. I did add a category to it from uh, even though people had sent in things already. I added the best Geek Generation show moment of the year. We didn't uh, even think about ourselves in no. the Geeky Awards. <laughs> so anything idea. that happened on this show in the past year that was just outstanding, whatever you think the best moment was, mm-hmm. nominate it. If you've gone in and you've sent uh, your nominations in already, feel free to just send in another form with your name that has just that category filled out if you want to nominate just that category. Mm -hmm. But we have had some already, and I agree with a lot of the ones that have come in. Uh, I am also still looking for theme music for the award show. So any musicians out there, if you want to create theme music for us, we will give you complete 100% credit, and uh, you can submit that also at podcast at thegeekgeneration.com. Yeah. So that's like the housekeeping stuff that's out of the way right now. (laughs) We had to get all that. So now let's get into the usual. Yay! What are you geeking out over, Mike? Oh, the Muppets. The Muppets? Yeah. It was great. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. We saw the Muppets the other day. And we're going to have a uh, spoiler room discussion at the end of this show. So if people want to stay tuned for that, we're going to talk about the Muppets. It was good. Of course, fearful that it would. You know, you see, it's one of those things. Childhood, you're like, please do it right, please do it right. Absolutely, they did it right. They did. I was entertained from beginning to end. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Well, it's like (laughs) out about the protein stuff's going really well. Yeah. Like, yeah. I got into a store where the guy's just. It's in like Southern Rhode Island by the beach, and it's just like I came back in to talk to him. He's like, "Oh, I sold nine containers for you in like the last five days." Nice. I was just like, "Holy crap!" He's just. 
pushing my stuff like there's no tomorrow. That's great. Which is exciting. Yeah, because uh, tomorrow could be the zombie apocalypse. So. It could be. <laughs> so, but fortunately for me, I have a steady supply of protein in my house. <laughs> that so, could last a while. We, are, we already said your house was kind of a go-to right. anyway. So I've got protein there. Yeah. So we, may not have to, we don't need to eat meat. <laughs> Excellent. But uh, Excellent. working on sample bags next yep. to be able to put out and send out. Fantastic. Yeah, that's what I'm geeking out over. I love it. <clears throat> Brian? You're up. Um, I had the Muppets as well, but uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I think we awesome. all had the Muppets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, WWE 12 is pretty freaking awesome. I'm still playing that a lot, and uh, it's. I'll have a full review coming soon, but it's pretty much uh, one of the best wrestling games ever created. It's pretty freaking awesome. So yeah, I think one of the biggest strengths is they move the grapple button back to the face yeah. buttons. What? Yeah. What's making it so great? The they they overhauled pretty much the entire thing they overhauled the graphics the is it a new the engine cam, the camera views the controls everything the quote-unquote predator technology is actually yeah. pretty damn cool yeah it, it's it's pretty much like you're watching it on tv the way they have the camera cuts and stuff it's oh. it's, it's just really cool and a lot less the, clipping through people yeah collision is better yeah collision detection is much better hmm. you can interrupt and moves just, that's pretty phenomenal Oh, really? Just the awesomeness of having people like Brock Lesnar, you know, in it and He's Demolition and right Legion of Doom. Oh, really? Just, the legends yeah. are great. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's like probably the best roster they've had of legends ever. Yeah. It's just fantastic. So, <laughs> yeah. Like, so the game is great because they have all the old guys in it. <laughs> it says nothing for the new guys. <laughs> right. Except for CM Punk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It has cult of personality. So that's pretty right. awesome. Can I tell you? Can I tell you how geeky I am? Because yes. <laughs> I haven't even had that much time to play with it because I'm still playing through Revelations. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I, I did the first thing I always have to do after I play like a couple matches to get a feel for the game is I have to make my character. Mm-hmm. I have to make Berserker, Berserker, which I did. I created the logo. The Berserker. <laughs> Not only do I have Berserker created, but I have his entire moveset. I have his finisher. Uh-huh. Um, I have the arena created, so it has the Berserker logo on the oh, apron cool. and everything. So there's a Berserker arena because I had to try out the create an arena. But I also took it a Ooh, step further. That? It's actually pretty cool. Yeah, 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 it's pretty cool. The the music in the game. Uh, this is the first year I think that they put like a an echo arena effect on the music, mm-hmm. and it makes it a little trickier to bring in your own stuff that sounds like it belongs in the game. But I went online and I researched and I found the settings that people are using for like an audacity formula to add the proper arena echo. Oh, so all really? of the themes that I've put in the game, I have put the echo on so it mm-hmm. sounds like it belongs in the game. Oh, cool. I replaced nice. uh, I replaced CM Punk's music so it actually starts off properly. Yeah, that was the one thing that was kind of. Yeah. And even though I'm not actively watching the show, WWE posted all these new entrance videos on their official YouTube channel, which yeah. are high quality like videos mm-hmm. so i got those extracted the sound so now cody rhodes our truth um who, who was else? suspended for yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh cody rhodes our truth uh daniel bryan i have all their current theme music oh, with nice. the proper echo effect in the game because wow i just i'm not even watching actively so why do i care about current That's theme what I was gonna music say, you're more hardcore than i am i know watching. i don't even care about that stuff but i'm thinking i should probably like create an article and share those mp3s yeah. with people Definitely. That'd be awesome. I mean, really want to say, though, the best part of it, which I'll get more into in my actual written review, but the creating the creative mode on it is so like deep Like you can spend hours. You can make your own shows, your own mm-hmm. storylines, your own, you know, arenas, like you said, and customize everything from moves to entrances. It's definitely like the, the most in-depth they've ever been on the creative end. 
So well, that's how we worth that's how we pitch uh, show lines on the independent circuits now as we create yeah. the whole thing in WWE <laughs> yeah, twelve right. and then just say watch this and see how it plays out. That's what we need to do. Yeah, right. Pretty much. <laughs> no. Even though I don't I wrestle mean, anymore. <laughs> It's hours of just, you know, you can just spend hours just creating your own content I and did. not have to worry about it. If you don't even like the current product, you don't even have to worry about it. You can use your own roster of created people. I mean, it's yeah. it's crazy. I have spent more time creating stuff than I have playing. Yeah. 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 Hmm. So that's cool. my geek out. Any others? Um, I don't think so. Okay, because I have a buttload. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, geek out number one. Uncharted 3, Drake's Deception. Oh, mm. shit. That was one of them. There you go. Beat it. <laughs> yep. Dude, dude. Freaking um, amazing. It, while, it, while it is so amazing and so phenomenal and has better production value than a lot of the movies that come out of Hollywood Seriously. and a better story, yep. uh, I didn't find it as like climactic as the prior two. Hmm. Like, yeah, I think it, the ending was a little anticlimactic. Yeah, yeah. I think, but but, yeah. but the amount of like one of the things that Naughty Dog has said is that they create the set pieces before they create the game mm-hmm. and the story. So they say what locations they want to go to, and they somehow weave them all together and do that brilliantly. By the way, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but there are some incredibly epic moments in the game. One of which is the whole cruise ship level. Oh my god! Where the boats <laughs> rocking back and forth. There's yeah. water tossing wow. things around, and I try said to like it, climb through like all, and your like perspective is changing all times. Yeah, it's absolutely it's, phenomenal. The mm-hmm. scope is amazing because it'll do those parts where it zooms way out, like God of War would do, oh and kind of show the whole scene. And it's just gorgeous. It, really it is, is just so good, and overall, that game unbelievable. Just unbelievable. I mean, it's so good. I went out and got it. Bought a second copy on Black Friday for thirty bucks at Best Buy to to gift for uh, for Christmas for someone. But it's just it's such a fantastic game. Like honestly, it's one of the best games. If you played the first, you have to play it. It's just it's fan fucking tastic. Yeah, the, it's the amazing. Voice acting, the story, everything is just beyond anything. Yep. The uh, the first Uncharted game you play it and it's like, wow, that was really cool, good story. But yeah. then by two, it's a whole nother level. Yeah. Unbelievable. Just, I, I'm so invested in the actual characters yep. and like story. It's like it's like you you said it's like almost like a movie. Yeah. It's more than a game. It's it's crazy. Yep. So good. Uh so that's one geek out. Mm-hmm. Uh staying on the video game train because hell, it's video Choo-choo. game time right now. Um <laughs> I'm playing Assassin's Creed Revelations. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm probably about halfway through it right now. And it's it's while the story is not it does not feel quite as cohesive and it does jump around a little bit more than Brotherhood, it's still a really, really damn good game. Mm-hmm. It's amazing to me that Ubisoft is able to put these out at a yearly basis right now. Seriously. Like, yeah. Like Assassin's Creed 2. Um, Brotherhood mm-hmm. and Revelations have all come in, all come out like a year after each other, which is crazy, which is nuts. But they're doing such a good job with it that I don't care. It's great. And, and imagine if every game franchise could do that, like put one out every year and make it good. Right. That's yeah. nuts. So props to them for another amazing game in the series. Uh, I haven't finished it yet, so I'll let you know <laughs> how that goes when I'm done. Um, my next geek out is something that kind of got started at New York Comic Con. And is something I'm slowly becoming obsessed with oh boy. because geeks do that. Uh-huh. And it's my little uh, my little pop vinyl Batman figure up there that I bought for oh. ten bucks. Oh, yeah, nice! Yeah. Um, I got that at New York Comic Con because I had I had kind of seen them before, but this was the first time I saw like a huge display that had mm-hmm. a bunch of the pop vinyl figures in them. I love the artistic style on them. 
they're dare I say cute. <laughs> they are. <laughs> but it's but it's still like Batman and they're still cool and they're like a simplistic stylized version of the characters. Mm-hmm. And they're all like 10 bucks and there's a ton of them online so I'm going to start collecting those I think. Sweet. Cuz I really like them. There's the like, there's one, like a Joker the one. There's yeah, uh, the Joker one's awesome with like the swirly yeah. eyes. Yeah, the Superman yeah. has the little hair swirl. <laughs> like it's great. I want to just like get a glass shelf and just put them all. Yeah, like that would be awesome. side by side. I just think it would look awesome. Yeah. Um, what else am I geeking out over? I just finished reading, or I should say, listening to the Nerdist Way, which is Chris oh, yeah? Hardwick's oh, book. Uh-huh. I bought the book, and then I said, "Well, I could read this, but I really don't care for reading." I bought it more to support him than anything, but I am interested in the content. And instead of reading it, I I, I know that he reads his audiobook. Mm-hmm. And li- listening to it would just be like listening to a podcast. Yep. So I would rather have him say it to me the way his voice intended to be heard, because that's the benefit of an audiobook, mm-hmm. is you write a book with a certain voice or a certain tonality in mind, but that doesn't always come across the way you expect it to. So an audiobook feels like a more accurate version than the actual book itself of the message that's being delivered. So I did buy the audiobook as well. However, <laughs> I them in 2003. I know, right? Big change. <laughs> oh, that's mean. Oh, he admits that was his uh his down bottom point. Like, yeah, hit rock bottom. It doesn't time. even look like him. No, it doesn't. Uh, he he often jokes that that's his fat brother Peter Hardwick, <laughs> <laughs> and obviously he doesn't have a brother named Peter, but. Anyway, the the book, I got the audiobook. Even though I purchased it, I got it for free. Oh. So if you go, I got it off audible.com, which is a huge audiobook site. I get what? He has his, his workout in here? Yeah. The, there's yeah. a whole section. It's split into yeah. three sections. It's mind, yeah. body, and time, and how to properly uh, be efficient in each of those, and how to focus the nerd brain properly. In all The whole philosophy of the book is that the nerd brain is people aren't nerds because of what they consume, but how they consume it. And the nerd brain is like a laser beam. And when it hits something, and it's similar to a geek brain, it's the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when when the nerd brain laser hits something, it just fixates and obsesses on it. Yep. So the book is basically about taking that nerd brain and pointing it at things that will make you productive and mm-hmm. successful. So using the nerd brain to create the optimal... Uh, mindset, the optimal body, and and not necessarily like huge jacked guy, just like super you know, fit, just to be fit. Yeah, just it's to be fit really and good healthy. Workout, see, uh, it is, and um, the, uh, the nerdist with the bear head. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's a nice <laughs> little, it's a nice little uh, bear wearing a nerdist t-shirt doing all the workouts and the illustrations, which is funny. And um, and the last part is all about time management. So it's all incredibly useful stuff, and nice. I found it very great. I actually just finished it yesterday. And listening, I listened to it over the course of like three days. It's six hours, the audiobook. Is it? Yeah, so it's a lot That's to listen to. He just pretty much reads it, huh? He, he reads, reads it. It's word for word. Awesome. So it's not like abridged or any of that. It's an garbage. unabridged version, yeah. Nice. So so you could literally take the book, and I did for a little while during the workout part, especially where the illustrations and, are. And kind of read along. I, re- I had him read it to me. <laughs> great little equation right here. I'm gonna like, steal Sasha yeah. Car- <laughs> like Sasha Gray. Yeah, like Sasha Gray. This is great. Carbs equal energy and protein equal muscle. Right. Simple. That's the simplest little... Simple. But that's the whole book. This guy's smart. (laughs) The whole book is, I'm going to make this simple for you. Why are you overthinking? Yeah. And and it's great. It was a really good book. But uh, if you're not an Audible, a current Audible subscriber, you can get the the audio book for free. Anybody can. And I actually helped support the Nerdist podcast by doing it. 
because if uh, you go to audiblepodcast.com slash Nerdist, you can download any audiobook you want for free. Hmm. You sign up for the uh, free 30-day trial. I downloaded it, and I canceled it after a day. So I made sure I had the audiobook downloaded and on my device, and then I canceled my membership, and I got a free audiobook. That's that's the deal. Yeah. So if you nice. want to make that audiobook be the Nerdist way, I mean, he still gets paid. That's yeah. still a purchase. So we'll do that. And I actually I took a picture of the book with my iPod, that. and I had the uh, the audiobook cover on my iPod, and I tweeted it to him, and he direct messaged me back. Cool. Just Very saying, cool. sweet. This book looks great. Yeah, I think I'm gonna buy yeah, it. Yeah, I, I definitely got to pick it up. It's great. And or audio book. So it's almost like a self-help book. It's very yeah. much a self-help book. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a self-help book in the humor that we like, making yeah. references to the things that we like with the kind of nerd brain that we all have. Mm-hmm. So it's an it's an optimized self-help book Yeah. for us. That looks great. Yeah. No, it's good. It's really, really good. So I would recommend The Nerdist Way to anybody. Uh, last geek out. I can't believe I'm still geeking out over stuff because we're like 20 minutes into the show already. <laughs> um, my last geek out is South Park because oh. South Park has been phenomenal. As we mentioned last week, it continues to be strong. But the Thanksgiving special in particular was amazing. Yeah, it was a parody of amazing. Thor. It was a parody. <laughs> <laughs> it was a parody of the Thor movie. Oh, wow. really? Yeah, and it made fun of the History Channel. It was called a History Channel Thanksgiving, <laughs> and basically whatever the History Channel says, people take as truth and uh, all that stuff. But it ended up being a thing where like the Pilgrims were an alien race, <laughs> and they would fight, and the uh, the Indians were in place of the Frost Giants. And they had separate worlds. And then uh, Miles Standish, who was like Thor, came down to Earth and everything. It was so good. Oh, that's funny. It was so good. <laughs> funny. Really funny. So it was It was not only funny, but it was geeky. So I enjoyed Fantastic. that. Fantastic. Yeah, really, really good. Those are all my geek outs, though. So <laughs> finally. So we can move on now. <laughs> oh, freak out! Mike? Oh, life as usual. Oh, life. Life as go. usual. And Brian's like, here we go. He's got the pipe bomb in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That has just been bullshit for the last four, five, six, seven weeks. How so? Oh, just women issues and women issues. stress. And that's why I wasn't here. I had to take a vacation. I had to take a sabbatical. A sabbatical. Try to clear my mind so that I didn't go batshit crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and come in here freaking out. And well, now people know why I'm so nuts is because right. I never take a break you need from a this. Vacation. No, it was, just, it was at the point where I couldn't. Uh, I uh, after everything I had been through over the summer and yep. dealing with some new issues with other people, um, I was just at a point where I was like, I can't focus on training people yep. or myself. I can't yep. focus on promoting the protein. Yep. I was like, I, so my sister and I were sitting there watching TV, and she sees how much of a mess I am. She was like, you need to just get out of here. Like, why don't you just go on like a vacation? Yeah. Take that money that you got back from the wedding, and what you were refunded for the honeymoon, and just go somewhere. So I did, mm-hmm. and you helped me. Figure out how that could be a business expense. Yes, I did. So I went to Florida <laughs> to hang out with a friend from high school. I don't know why I'm the business-minded one. I know. I have no business knowledge whatsoever. But it whatsoever. made sense. So, yeah. you know, I went down and spent a, a good week with uh, my friend who's a fitness model. So working out, eating right, mm-hmm. going to the beach every day. It helped. I came back here feeling a lot better. You and all your damn fitness model friends. What I kind know, of a geek are you? Have you. <laughs> I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm a different end of the geek. <laughs> but yeah, but we are. just talked about how you focus on, that's my problem, is that right. I focus on the wrong things. Right. So I need to read his book. You have to point your laser because of nerd I'm brain in the right back direction. I'm feeling great, and now I'm right back into the same bullshit situation because yep. I'm just getting treated like shit and getting my balls busted and being slapped in the face consistently. I'm going to give you some other advice that people 
gave me a while ago. Start clotheslining people for real? Yes. Um, <laughs> but it. aside from that, and this is something that someone had told me, and I was just like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, what am I going to do? Like, Someone said you need to start cutting the people out of your life that are being detrimental to your life. And yeah. it seems like such an easy concept, but it's so hard to put Absolutely. into practice. There were people, there were friends that I had that I didn't even realize were detrimental to my life. Mm-hmm. They were going against the grain. There were people who wouldn't grow up. And I basically had to start cutting some of those people out. And you don't necessarily have to say to them, um, you're detrimental to my life. I'm cutting you out. <laughs> That's funny because as you say that, I'm thinking to myself, well, I need to say to her, you're detrimental to my life. Yeah, right, I'm right. I'm cutting you out. That's not how it works. Eventually, you Ugh. just, you just, you just don't spend time with them. Right. You don't associate with them that much. It's not that you're ignoring them. You just have things that you're focused on that are more important than the detrimental people. Right. And you start hanging out with the people who are like-minded, who are goal-oriented, and think positively. And if you surround yourself with those people, then your life feels more positive. Absolutely. I probably have right now the smallest group of friends that I hang out with than I ever have before. Mm-hmm. But I'm fine. Yeah. Because all the people that I hang out with are like-minded people who are positive and goal-oriented, and that's mm-hmm. what I am right now. I'm thinking forward, and like you, you're starting your own company, yeah. and as much as I have to sometimes kick you in the butt to be positive, it's, it's tough sometimes. Right, but then when I'm negative, I know you'll be there yeah. on, the le- on the flip side. So yeah. it's it's that support system. So you make sure you have those right people in place, and then that's it yeah. all falls into line you are but you, who have you surround to, yourself with yes you have to cut out those little pieces that are black holes mm-hmm. and dragging you down even if they're Speak good the people truth. sometimes they are good people and there's yeah. nothing necessarily wrong with them they're just not right for the current situation you're in and those people right, at the right moment right yeah and those and people will problem. turn on you this this is the true test of who your friends are too mm-hmm. if they are someone who is truly detrimental mm-hmm. they will turn on you and i've had it happen to me mm-hmm. i've had people turn on me but if you stick like the people who are truly your friends will support you, even if you're not paying as much attention to them right now, yeah. because they know you'll be back. Hmm. And I have those friends, too. I have friends who I just don't have time for right now, and yeah. I feel horrible about it. But they have not done anything except be nice to me mm-hmm. because they are my true friends. Right. So that's what I'm trying to do. You know, you try to step away. Yeah. But then little to. things happen here and there, which is just like a slap in the face. Yeah. I'm feeling like she doesn't know she's slapping me in the face. But, yeah, it's very possible. You know, it's possible. I need to find another outlet for like my frustration. How many outlets do you need? <laughs> I don't know because wrestling's not cutting it anymore. <laughs> I think I need to hit somebody for real. I would think your daily workouts are an outlet. Oh, they help. They help. Yeah. Therapy. Oh, I go every week almost. Every couple weeks. I don't know. I got nothing else. <laughs> I don't He's know. like, I have a lot of ideas. I've been trying to draw more and trying to write. Yeah. There which you go. Which is helpful. Any sort of, yeah, any sort of that kind yeah. of using that part Anything of the creative. Yeah. yeah. Writing for the website. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have an idea for like, a, a, I honestly would make the greatest. Like we haven't great, seen any more Mike's movie bullets no, recently. No, I know. I, well, we all just saw the Muppets. You know, oh, yeah. Well, I haven't seen any horror movies either. That was supposed to be the idea. Oh, all I right. For horror movies. I'll go watch Human Centipede too. Right. It's just going to be a video, though, of me no. vomiting. No. It'll be like a Family Guy episode. I vomit, and then you vomit, and then Brian vomits. Anna walks in out of nowhere. It's like, what do you guys <laughs> It'd be a funny It's not video. two girls, one cup. It's three guys, one human centipede, too. Oh, that sounds Ew. disgusting. Uh, uh, any other freakouts? Um, no, that, that covers it. All right. <laughs> just check it. Brian? I can't follow that. No. 
the same kind of things. My life's kind of going down. The, it's a rough time and a lot of negativity and stress and anxiety going on. But uh, just trying to keep positive and stuff. But it's it's rough sometimes. So, yeah. you know, that's pretty much it. I have really nothing to say. I can't really expand upon anything. It's sort of, you know. Sometimes I wonder if it's the time of year, too. Yeah. Well, because when I was with Jess, it was like this time of year, every year, I just mm-hmm. get frustrated. When the and holidays come around, people tend to get stressed out. And that's mostly because of family stuff and obligations and all this stuff. Here's the thing with obligations. Mm. They're not obligations. No, they're not. People have all these like self-imposed obligations because they're family-oriented and this and that. that. At times, I am upset that I don't have a better connection with my extended family. Mm-hmm. I only have half of one because the other half has been cut out of my life. And and that was uh, a choice not made for me, but that I ended up supporting because I wasn't that really close with them anyway. Mm-hmm. And the other half of my extended family, I'm just not close with. I'm just not. So when the holidays come around, it, in one way, it sucks because I don't have like this big group of people who I'm definitely going to see that I'm going to have a good time with. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I don't have all those stressful obligations that I feel like. <laughs> when we have our big family Christmas, yeah. half the time I don't even go. <laughs> and maybe I, I know there are people in my family that look down on me because yeah. of that, but I don't care mm-hmm. because I'm not going to go to a big function of people that barely know me to right. just shoot the shit for an hour or two mm-hmm. when I could actually come up with 50 things more enjoyable to do with my time. Exactly. And that's that's it. I want to be happy, mm-hmm. and it's not going to make me happy to do that. Mm-hmm. So... And, and maybe that's selfish, but no, it's not, not like I have anyone that I have to like do that for. If I had a significant other and we were going to a family thing for her and I wasn't looking forward right. to it, sometimes you go, okay, sure, I'm going to go. Yeah, that's, exactly. It's your family yeah. thing. I'm going to go. I'm going to do my best to have fun, and that's that. That's right. that's fine. I'm, I have no issues with that either. And actually, most of the people that I end up dating have fun extended families, and I actually like spending more time yeah. with them than well, I do my own. It's definitely a plus when the person you're with yeah, has absolutely. a nice family. But that's, again, why I create my own family. Right. And and again, it's that same idea well, of surrounding a, a yourself of mine, with the right she's, people. Uh, she's always telling me she's like a lot of times family isn't blood, but it's, it's not. friends who become more right. family. You, and that's, I, I mean, think that's, it's, it's more important. Like your your immediate family is one thing, but your your extended family is the people you choose to be your right. extended family because you can't yeah. choose your family. Right. And that's one of the things my sister and I are dealing with. We've really pulled away from one side of our family. Mm-hmm. And it's just nonstop, like just giving us her mostly a hard time which right. frustrates me because but again it's your choice she's actually trying to straighten stuff out now right she's going back to school next week to do things and good uh, yeah so we just choice. totally hijacked brian's for we you guys. it's okay i'm just <laughs> sitting listening going this is good advice <laughs> brian's <laughs> brian's taking notes right now he's like okay. pretty much so <laughs> i finished you know, the nerdist way and i'm on a positive thinking kick. brian's like clothesline <laughs> people acceptable right. yeah <laughs> yeah picking your friends acceptable yeah <laughs> Family all, is not always all the obligation. Notated. But yeah, exactly. So I have, yeah, I have nothing else. And that's another benefit of reading self-help stuff. So if you're going to read The Nerdist yeah. Way or other things like that, I was on a big self-help kick a couple years ago mm, where I yeah. just read self-help book after self-help book. I absorbed everything I possibly could. Yeah. And I never. I, there was never a time in my life where I felt like I grew as much, even though a lot of it is contrived and corny. Just yeah, hearing it or reading it. Puts those thoughts into your brain. Well, it puts positive thoughts, right? Into your which brain. points your brain in the right direction. So sure. it doesn't matter. Like I've seen people that have said, put sticky notes on your computer that say, 
I'm going to have a great day or something stupid yeah. like that. And it doesn't matter because if you look at it, you can go, well, that's dumb. It doesn't matter. It's in your head. Now it's in your head. Now yeah. it's in your head. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Your brain doesn't <laughs> interpret between what's stupid and what's not. Yeah. It just takes what you give it. Well, it's a simple little thing, although it was probably more embarrassing when you were younger, but your mom puts the sticky note in your lunchbox. Right. <laughs> like, have, a have a great day, day honey. Yeah. yeah. But it made you laugh at least. So. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah. and then you had to hide it from everybody else before <laughs> right. you get beat up in the parking lot. I had to quickly close my Ninja Turtle lunchbox. Whoa. I know. <laughs> and that was senior year. I mean, what the hell? Come on, Mom. I'm sitting here in the cafeteria in my Ghostbusters costume, opening up my lunchbox, and I have to be embarrassed by a note from you? What? Geeks oh. know all about embarrassment. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I want to go into my freakouts now, but I feel we should take our break before... I get right. into so this will be the first time I actually break up the geek out freak out section because mm. it's taken up so much of the show. It's enjoyable. Yeah. So we're, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. Oh, and as we go into the yes. commercial break, I'm gonna do something else positive for other people that I like. Um I have a, a a friend who is another former student of mine who's also in a band. And his cool. music is really good. And one of their songs came on the other day while I was mid-workout and got me all pumped up. I, I hadn't oh, yeah. heard it in a while. I was like, what is this? I love it. It's great. It's great. And the beginning actually sounds a lot like uh, a Mega Man song, like oh, the intro nice. to it. So I'm going to play that into the break and uh, cool. enjoy it. It's the, the band is Endless Vendetta. You can uh, get more information on them on Facebook.com slash Endless Vendetta. And the song is called One of You. So enjoy it. So, Anna. Yes? Christmas is on the way. It is. It is. Stressful time of year. Yeah. Where do you do most of your Christmas shopping? I do my shopping on Amazon.com because I can do all my shopping from the couch. Really? Well, that's very convenient. It is. It is. It takes the stress out of the holidays. Did you know that the Geek Generation is an affiliate of Amazon.com? I did not know that, Rob. You didn't? Well, what you can do to help the Geek Generation is go to www.thegeekgeneration.com, click the Amazon button, which will take you right to Amazon, and when you buy all the Christmas presents that you're going to buy, you'll actually be earning us a commission as well. That sounds too easy. So go to thegeekgeneration.com, use that Amazon.com button, 
and make us some money while you're doing your Christmas shopping. It's super easy, and if you don't do it, you're a bad friend. Hi, this is Jeff Katz, and of all the generations in the world, my favorite is the geek generation. Nobody's gonna stand in my way. Give it up, son. I'm doing this my way. Nobody's okay, we're back. And there we are. Yeah, we're gonna continue the freakouts because they're right, taking Rob. forevers. Freak out. <laughs> Freak out. I have like three different ones. First of all, Rob's pissed this week. <laughs> <laughs> but I was I was so happy about other things. Yeah, I had so many. Ge- my geek outs still outweighed my freakouts. They do. So that's good. Uh, Green Lantern, the animated series. Did you watch uh, it, Brian? I did not. I saw a little preview of it, and I was like, I don't know if I want to watch this. The whole CGI thing is the biggest issue. Yeah. The writing is fine. The yep. animation does not suit the subject matter. Hmm. In, the, in the pilot episode, there were Green Lanterns killed, mm-hmm. and an entire planet exploded. Meanwhile, the animation looks like a... Like Jimmy Neutron. Oh, really? <laughs> like it's it's just oh. simplistic, like kitty looking animation. What sh- what channel is this on? Uh, Cartoon Network. Mm. And it, it the animation does not suit the style. I don't know why they couldn't have done this in the the normal. Like Young Justice looks amazing. Yeah. And every yeah. other animated cartoon that DC has ever had has looked amazing, except for. Batman Green Lantern in the animated series. And, and Batman the Brave and the Bold. With all the yeah. crap we talked about with the movie, too. It's like, maybe they're trying to kill off Green Lantern. I don't know. <laughs> well, the next Batman series is supposed to be CGI, too. Um, yep. And I have a feeling I won't be watching it's, that CGI either. CGI just doesn't. It works with Toy Story. Yeah. It, it works for know. some it's, things. It's just, it's too simple and kitty looking. Yeah. They could have done it right, but this is not the way. Mm-hmm. It's really not. But they have to for a TV budget to keep it simplistic. Yeah. So... It's if they had done an, an, a CGI movie, that would have been one thing, but it's just not the direction they should be going in. Mm. That's too bad. Yeah. The uh, next freak out is something kind of related to a discussion we had about like the similar ideas in Hollywood and putting mm-hmm. out more movies of the same thing. And it's the whole Snow White resurgence. They have two movies coming out. One of them looks pretty good. The other one looks like complete garbage and <laughs> this is ten- this is generally about. the case um oddly enough the Kristen stewart starring snow white and the huntress looks good yeah meanwhile <laughs> i just posted the trailer recently for mirror mirror which uh. is the tarsum singh directed snow white reinterpretation with, with lily collins and the role of snow white army hammer as the prince uh nathan lane playing his usual mm-hmm waste of a character and the biggest miscast of the year julia roberts as the evil queen it it comes off so awkwardly like she's trying to be something she's not Hmm. and the movie as a whole looks so freaking stupid i don't how close or how far apart are they Uh, i'm pretty sure they're going to be releasing very close to each other I don't because this is what constantly happens and this is probably all based on the success of alice in wonderland the, the Tim Burton reimagined one, which made over a billion dollars worldwide. Yeah, the one that just recently came out. Yeah, that I went and saw. Yeah, in 3D. Yeah, with and John, money Johnny on. Depp as the Mad Hatter. Because I thought it sucked. Yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't good, but it made over a billion dollars worldwide. How yeah. the hell did that? Make? So based on that, like, what other fairy tales can we look at and reimagine? Uh, see, the next one was rule. Snow White. This is like where you have a Dunkin' Donuts, or for people on the West Coast, a Starbucks. 
an actual store, and then across the street in a gas station, you have another one. Mm-hmm. There needs to be a rule that you can't do that. Right. Like, there needs to be a mile radius. The problem is. There needs to be a time radius or the problem frame. is that i believe these people have the unique ideas separately Ugh. but then one of them notices the other one on the other side of the street and goes yeah. well now i have to pump up my chest yeah and i have to get this out at the same time as you and great yeah oh here we go but- so snow white <laughs> and the huntress i'll see plus thor's in it too mm. <laughs> yes exactly thor's yeah and it looks like thor's actually in it, it comes it's down. like if you took <laughs> snow white and almost uh did the um the, the recent robin hood movie Mm-hmm. And that, that was kind of like Robin Hood, but like actioned out Is and Kristen like Stewart has that look. It's that idea. Snow White? Yes. Yes. But I thought she could. She's going to bite her lip a lot and yeah. her hair. And I don't even um, care. It looks way better than Mirror Mirror. Even though Lily Collins looks like a far better Snow White, the the tone of Snow White and the Huntress mm-hmm. is way more realistic and, and looks like it holds together better. Whereas Mirror Mirror just looks goofy and stupid. Hmm. And not even like. Stupid funny, like like every Hollywood bad cliche you can throw in a movie is in there. It just looks terrible. Anyway, <laughs> my last freak out happened uh, while I was at the grocery store recently, <laughs> and I had this whole like inner dialogue going like <laughs> I just started writing things in my head. Um, I was waiting in line at the automatic checkout mm-hmm. and uh, behind this woman with a giant ass. Which which sometimes you just wonder how that even happens. Giant ass good or giant ass bad? Giant ass bad. Oh, just checking. <laughs> just checking. Like like the back of a I Mac truck. Visual, bag. I'm trying to visualize it. Wait, yeah. is she wearing tight pants? Oh yeah. Well, there's uh, no well, option. No, well, but I mean like spandex. No, they were jeans, but it, the, like the, okay. the spandex top uh, jeans. Like oh, well, you can't spandexy jeans. Yeah, yeah. I'm mom just trying jeans. to visualize stretchy this. jeans. Stretchy jeans. Okay. Yeah. They were terrible. White woman, black woman, uh, white woman. Okay, I'm, I'm picturing this. Okay, you racist. It's you yeah, need to know. <laughs> I'm just trying to build the scene. No, yeah. but this this tremendously fat, like <laughs> big ass woman is in front of me at the line. She checks out a ton of stuff, which is fine. That's not my problem. That was lunch. <laughs> <laughs> then whips out a huge envelope of coupons. Oh, oh my god! I'm like, oh my god! I picked the wrong line. You know how you have that moment, but yeah. you're, you're feeling too <laughs> awkward to go over to another line. Yeah, sometimes like, you have an aha moment. This is a uh oh right. Moment. <laughs> you're just like, oh crap! Yeah, I got in the wrong line. Oh shit! And there were people behind me, so I'm like, I'm wedged in here. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. So she scans each coupon, starts dropping each one in one at a time. And you know the errors that come up with that in a self checkout, uh-huh. because if you don't wait long enough before it registers the coupon before you drop it in it doesn't register that you dropped in anything so you have to call someone over to like correct that Uh, issue that's why i don't do self-checkout so that happened a couple times then if you drop something in and it misses the laser yeah you have to call someone over and have that if the coupon isn't being detected you have to have someone come over so bottom line go to a line that has someone there already (laughs) no shit like why go to an automatic checkout when you have way too freaking long so long so long. I was pretty sure we we're going to miss another week of the podcast. All right. <laughs> I would have come over. Your dad. your dad would have been like, I don't know. He went to the supermarket. She had to call since. people over like every two to three coupons. And she had a whole envelope full of them. Then the kicker, the one that just like punches you in the balls when it's all over is she was done. She got her receipt. And just to like justify the time that she spent and making everyone wait, she uh. felt the need to announce to everybody how much she saved. 
She was like, what I saved $90. I'm like, I don't wow. give a flying fuck because you're wasting all my time. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you got 90 extra pounds in your ass cheeks. Right. <laughs> she hadn't said a word the whole time except uh. to announce how much she saved to justify what she knew was a blatant misuse of the automatic checkout line. <laughs> oh, man. So just go to a checkout with someone that can help you if you have right. that many coupons. It's ridiculous. And while we're on the topic of uh, automatic checkout lane etiquette, uh-huh. another note for people, please don't start scanning your items until the person in front of you has bagged up all their stuff. That seems yep, like right. a simple enough concept, but it's like it's like you're throwing an elbow in there. Like you're not getting out fast enough. I'm going to start scanning right. my stuff and having you. Can I? Do, well, and then you your do? things go down the end of the ramp, no. and they start getting in battle with yeah. their stuff. Well, just and bag then, their shit and be like, "Hey, I wasn't done, so your shit's mine now, fucker." Put well, that's the bag it. And well, walk no, out. I don't. I don't mind when people do it to me so much. It's uh, not like I, it does bother me a little bit. Yeah, but, but they're rushing. When you. I I yeah. wait all the time for someone to bag up their stuff before me, and this was at the same time. This mm-hmm. this this fat ass woman, and I'm like waiting for her to bag up all of her all of her stuff everything because she had so much crap and i had like three things and and i didn't go to the express line because i'm an idiot that's my own fault but the the, i'm just waiting now i I go to the automatic checkout line to begin with to avoid human interaction which is awkward for me anyway (laughs) so now i'm stuck in an awkward position of waiting there while the people behind me are probably like why is this guy not scanning his stuff laser beaming the back of your head right and i'm just i'm trying to be polite and wait for this Uh person to bag up their stuff because if someone sends their stuff down yeah after like and you're not done bagging up your stuff What's going to stop them from taking something of yours that you're That's paying right. for, yeah. putting it in their yeah. stuff and saying, I didn't know. I was just bagging up everything. I wasn't paying attention. I had a ton of stuff mm-hmm. and I just threw their stuff in with them. I, I wouldn't blame someone for doing that. Mm-hmm. That's nah. why I wait. <laughs> 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 These are the things that like just boil in my brain during yeah. the course of a regular day. And oh. How did you not take a picture of that woman's ass and put yeah. it on Facebook? I don't know if my lens would have supported oh. it. <laughs> oh, Even if you turned it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh, man. <sighs> this is what my day's been like. Click. I know. So uh, th- those are my freakouts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with that. And uh, we do have we have some listener mailbag stuff this cool. week, which is nice. So let's get into that. Oh, my God. You've got mail. You bet. First one comes in from Dan Clark from Baltimore, who's right. written in before. Uh, Dan says, hey, Geek Generation, glad to hear you are going through with your award show. Looking forward to the episode. I've already put my nominations in and also made sure to write a review for the podcast in iTunes. I hope it helps you guys out. Cool. Those are the kind of listeners we love, Dan. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Dan. Anyways, this weekend, I, like many other husbands and boyfriends, was dragged to the newest Twilight film. You poor sap. <laughs> Though I can't complain too much since I dragged my wife to pretty much every comic book movie that came out this summer. Good move. While the movie proved to be a surefire factory of boredom, it also gave me the opportunity <laughs> like to it. experience the Twilight audience firsthand. During oh. this experience, my annoyance tolerance was put to its greatest test. Oh, man. But after I was able to overcome that challenge, I almost started to slightly admire this group of frenzied fanatics. Being part of the geek culture, I'm used to fans who overanalyze every aspect of their entertainment world to decipher a product's value. A year before a film is even released, we determine its quality based on casting choices or a set photo taken from a cell phone camera miles away. Fair enough. While some would argue Twilight fans' enjoyment is the product of taste, I argue mindset may play a larger role. We geeks are fickle and demand our high expectations are met. True. While this audience seems to treat their films like fast food. 
Sure, if you were to look at the list of ingredients that made up your product you were being given, you'd be disgusted. Mm-hmm. But you should shut your mind off to the fact that because you wait, you should be. But you shut your mind off to the to that fact because what you are experiencing is quick, cheap, and just good enough for you to enjoy it. While there are, of course, Twilight fans out there who argue the movies are actually good, I think once you get past those delusional mm-hmm. fanatics, you get to the fast food nation of moviegoers that I'm describing. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I'd rather be part of the geek culture and not in a community that is giving garbage and eats it up with no resolve. Perhaps in a perfect world, we geeks could trade the Twilight fans some of our cynicism for some of their blind loyalty. Mm. Mm. It's an interesting thought. Granted, we do. We, we geeks always prejudge. Yep. We prejudge <laughs> movies way. I mean, Snow White and the Huntress and Mirror Mirror aren't out garbage. yet, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know already. <laughs> uh, Green Lantern, we had some prejudices yeah. about, but mm-hmm. a lot of those were justifiable prejudices. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, a, a lot of our actual things are pretty spot on, even though we judge beforehand. But we do expect a higher quality than the Twilight fans do. I mean, the fact that they even read the books <laughs> means they don't expect <laughs> right. that much high quality. This is true. Because it's just poor English, too. They're hardly written. So, uh, nice job with that email, Dan. Another one comes in from L. Jeffries, who says, Hi, Geek Generation. People used to write to me. Now they're writing to the Geek Generation. Good. I don't oh, know. I, like I kind of like... <laughs> My narcissism's <laughs> kicking in a little bit. Uh-oh. But they're not just talking to you or me or Brian or Anna or anybody else. They're talking about the whole generation. Yeah. Everybody who listens. This is their way to get their voice out. But I'm the... King, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. If you put any more time uh, into this, you might explode. That's <laughs> true. Uh, hi, Geek Generation. I'm interested in your thoughts on the rumors that Aaron Sorkin is considering writing a Steve Jobs biopic. I've heard George Clooney and Noah Wiley are in the running for the lead role. Thoughts? Love listening to the show here in Wales. Keep up the good work. Hey. Hey, over the pond. Um, Welcome. Thoughts on Aaron Sorkin writing a Steve Jobs biopic? I think it's great. I think it's yeah. inevitable. It's inevitable. Well, yeah, someone's yeah, going to do a Steve Jobs one. Yeah. But what about Aaron Sorkin I have no idea what he's done. He wrote the Facebook movie, Social and Network. I watched on, uh, half of it and then went, eh, and mm. shut it off. Yeah. Yeah. And what else, Brian? I'm drawing a blank. He's done so many things. He has done a lot. He's a very talented writer, I think. Yeah. So uh, I think that's totally cool for him to do it. Uh, as far as George Clooney and uh, George Clooney. George Clooney. George Clooney, who I'm pissed off because he's dating Stacey Keebler. And, <laughs> yeah, you didn't know that? No? Oh, yeah. Even Jeez, Mike, her, do you not pay attention to the celebrity no, tabloids? I don't, I don't read yeah. Us Weekly. Neither do I. It's Bullshit. It's spread out all over this place. <laughs> Lies. They can't see anything. They have uh, to believe me. Geek Gen HQ is not filled <laughs> with Us Weekly. Um, but, yeah, he's he's been dating Stacey Keebler for a little while now. Wow. Yeah. But yeah. I know that just from Twitter. Well, this is a natural stepping stone for her to be able to get up to get into movies. Mm. She has to bang the right guy. Or it's a natural <laughs> stepping stone for her to get to me. Um. Since you are above George Clooney, yes. <laughs> I am the king of the geeks. Yep. I proclaim it now. If Howard Stern can be the king of all media, I am the king of all geeks. There you go. No, no one will ever buy into that. but <laughs> Not right now. Eventually. No. Um, as far as George Clooney or Noah Wiley playing him, I would think Clooney would actually be a better choice. Mm. Although maybe he's a bit older. Yeah. So I don't know. I think this is a tough one. I'd kind of have to see him in the makeup and really judge. As far as personality, I think they'd both be fine for it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. But I do. I appreciate the email that actually asks us yeah. a question. That was good. <laughs> That's always nice. Uh, let's see. What else? I expect one next week. 
What do you yeah. guys think of pizza? Oh, well, phenomenal. <laughs> Thank you for asking. I'll take it. I'll field those What's questions. Yeah. Absolutely, I'll field those questions. Uh, let's see. We have some recent iTunes reviews I just want to read real quick before nice. we get into the spoiler room. I had yeah. something else planned, but we can save that for another week because it's not timely. But I do want to read these because I do appreciate new iTunes reviews, and these were very complimentary. So just to do some quick shout-outs to people, the first one's from Mista LC. Who says, uh, there's nothing more fun than listening to the conversation of people who are really into something. In this case, all things nerdy. And that's what elevates this podcast above the geeky fray. These folks love their topics, zombies, comics, movies, and their enthusiasm is contagious. Wow, we're contagious. That sounds gross. Uh, Top that off. (laughs) Although I did shower this week. Yay, that's nice. (laughs) Thank you for that, by the no way. No problem. Uh, yeah, thanks. For- <laughs> Brian can smell you through the Skype. Yeah. <laughs> uh, top that off with a welcome absence of podcast posturing and too cool for the room pretensions. And this one's a winner. After I just call myself King of the Geeks. <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, he threw me there. I was like, hmm? Hmm. have you not listened to the last 61 yeah, episodes? Yeah. No, there, there are some shows out there where people are very holier than thou. Uh, but I think he can tell that we do it in a very uh, jokey, yeah. not really serious we way. We do it to try to boost our own self-esteem because we're way down <laughs> Yeah, here. we're we're in the fake it till you make it category. We so we have, to, we have to bump ourselves up a little bit. Uh, another one comes in from D Bonds. Great stuff. These guys know what they're talking about. Worth listening to. Sometimes it's that simple, people. Thanks. Thanks. Soccer Bomb says, this kind of stuff is really funny and good. I can't wait to download all of them. Awesome. Cool. Your Great. Uncle Spence says, even though I don't have an Uncle Spence. Do you guys have an Uncle Spence? Nope. All right. Brian? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be no. Brian's like, he's the one that touched me funny. Sorry. <laughs> uh, your Uncle Spence says, similar to Nerdist in this podcast, talks about all things geeky, nerdy in our culture. Anytime I'm compared to Nerdist, I feel freaking great. Yeah. So I'll take that. And uh, lastly, Movie Revolt says, the geek generation is one of the best geek-centric podcasts out there. Actually, it's one of the best discussion and news-based podcasts, period. Well-edited and great sound quality makes it easy to listen to. Plus, yeah. the news stories are greatly interesting. The discussion is fun and well-spirited. If you consider yourself a geek, you will have no choice but to enjoy. We do have good yeah. discussion. We do. Yeah. About your butt. Asplosion, <laughs> yeah. baby. About your butt and Brian being touched inappropriately. <laughs> By his Uncle Spence. <laughs> oh, <Damn> boy. <laughs> um, so, uh, so I'm going to skip over what I had. I had a, a bunch of comedy stuff that I can save for a future episode. That's mm-hmm. fine. But uh, recently, I, I took some heat on Facebook for uh, <laughs> during Black Friday, during an Amazon oh, Lightning yeah. deal. I decided to buy all seven seasons of the Gilmore Girls. And yes, I realized. I gave you heat for yeah, it. I know you did. <laughs> yeah, you. But then, but then I turned it around because I felt bad. Right, right. I, I realize this is not a geeky interest. And it is funny to me. And one of the things I try to work on as a person is to not let people th- put you into a certain category. And it's not an interest I have or a TV show that I like because it's different than geeky stuff. I, I actually like it because uh, the, the dialogue is very Kevin Smith bantery. And if you don't pay attention to it, you do miss the jokes here and there. But it's it's a well well written and well executed show, and executed show. Um, but I mean, seven seasons for under fifty bucks. Come on, that's pretty damn good. No, I mean, I've heard the same thing from many people that the dialogue is very very well done and well written. So yeah. I'm not. I wasn't gonna come and attack you about it because I I know the fact that you've liked it. And hey, I got my own shit for from for years in college from people who didn't understand when I watched Buffy. They're like, right, oh, right. isn't that show for girls? Yeah. Like, so well, well, I mean, I understand. So man, you like Buffy? Whatever. Yeah. You've got Gilmore yeah. Girls. <laughs> 
And I love the movie Clueless. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Don't laugh at me, Brian. And, um, it's a great movie. Hey, it's, I, don't, I don't mind Clueless. I'm not laughing. Well, at least Silverstone's hot then. Yeah. This not is now. true. That's but. true. And, and, to, and to further defend myself, Lauren Graham is is a babe to the max in my future wife. So, How many future wives do you have? Uh, Are you even Italian? Are you Italian? Because well, Italians I don't need to be have, Italian. Well, generally, like the mob movies, the Italian always had a wife and then like a shitload of girlfriends on the side. Or Mormon, right? I could have multiple yeah, wives oh, if okay. I was Mormon. that too. Right. And according to South Park, I'd be the only group going to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, the, uh, I, I like the show. I don't care. But the point that I'm getting to is... Uh, we all have gu- guilty pleasures. Yeah. yeah. And normally a guilty pleasure is something you're embarrassed over mm-hmm. or if other people kind of caught you. I've kind of gotten over my embarrassment of most of my guilty pleasures. Most. Um, <laughs> but but when you can reach that point, it is a point of not giving a shit what other people care about. But I do. I haven't done this in a while, but I'm going to throw out a poll question. Yeah. Because I think I was just thinking that. I think a discussion about guilty pleasures would be really interesting for an upcoming show, mm-hmm. whether we do it. For our next um, chatty show, yeah. or we save it for one more in the future to give more people time to write in. I do want to hear this little what, bonus episode. Yeah, I want to hear what the geeky pleasures of yeah. all the geeks out there are. So, if you have a guilty pleasure, whether it be TV, movie, video games, or anything really, I don't care. Anything within the span of anything. So that's a lot. That's uh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what are you embarrassed about that you really yeah. like that you don't want? Yeah. People Even to if know you're about. not necessarily embarrassed about it, if it doesn't fit into your normal geeky self. You could consider it a guilty mm-hmm. pleasure. So if it's not something that really goes with the rest of your personality, uh, send those into podcast at thegeekgeneration.com yeah. or leave us a voicemail at 508 316 9787 because I want to hear those. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be a really fascinating discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so before we get out of here, we have a little bit of a spoiler room discussion. Yeah. And it won't be too yeah. long, maybe like five, 10 minutes tops. Uh-huh. But this is your. Because <laughs> I really got to pee. <laughs> You're like winding up for it, too. You're like, uh huh. Uh-huh. Spo- There's no toilet in the spoiler room. Uh oh. Then I'm peeing on the floor, buddy. Damn it. It's so small. It's going to stink He's gonna in there. It's going to ruin the spoiler room. Oh. I'm going to go like cat peas on something. Uh, we haven't done the spoiler room in a while. So right, I will remind new listeners that once we step into this room, anything we say is a fair game so if you want to tune out for this week if you haven't seen the muppets yet that's fine but we're going to step in and then we're going to talk openly and freely about the movie so let me hit this pad right here Access Access granted. Granted. welcome you're right there is no toilet this no. room is small <laughs> and if you have to take a number two you need to leave <laughs> i don't have to go number two i did that already number two <laughs> engage <laughs> <laughs> Number one. <laughs> anyway, the Muppets. Yes, it the was Muppets. Fantastic. Oh, the Muppets was so good. It was. Okay, guys, see you later. No. <laughs> <laughs> the end of the spoiler room. Um, the Muppets was <laughs> Thanks, great. Brian. The Muppets was. was great. I went into it expecting. I, I wasn't sure. Um, mm-hmm. I have I have confidence in Jason Segel's writing abilities. He did forgetting Sarah Marshall, mm-hmm. which was really good. And uh, he's a lifelong admitted fan of the Muppets, yep. so at least it's coming from a fan, that which is always comfort. nice. Was yeah, an interview with him where he said, I've always been a fan, right. and I want to do it right. And I'll that admit, starting to watch it, when that first song hit, I was like, ooh, yeah. I don't know about this. But then, if you just buy in, and you kind of hang yeah, with it. it's the Muppets. Right, and you just, you gotta remember what the tone of the movie is. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a little corny. And actually, one of the best things is the fact that they made fun of themselves throughout they the did. whole time. Yep. So that was great. Brian, what really are your thoughts? Almost here? sad tone to uh, it. I mean, bit. it's it's kind of a personal thing for not. It sounds weird, but I the very first movie I ever saw in the theater was Muppets Take Manhattan. Really? 
Yeah, so uh, the Muppets and I go all the way back, and I even in my high chair, my parents said I used to get all excited when the Muppet Show came on. I used to kick my feet, mm-hmm. and I actually my first when I first learned to read when I was three, I used to go through the TV guide and find the word the Muppet Show. So mm-hmm. the Muppets and I have a long, long storied history, and I love the old storied Muppet history. Movie. Sounds like a wrestling commentator. Yes. <laughs> we have a long and but storied no, um, history. I I enjoyed the original, you know, Muppet movie Muppet. Takes Manhattan and Muppet Caper, Great mm-hmm. Muppet Caper. The ones after Jim Henson died were kind of, uh, especially Muppets from Space, was pretty bad. Yeah. And um, so this was sort of, uh, it, it just made me so happy to see something that reminded me of the old ones. Mm-hmm. It was just that I can't describe it. It's just that like that heart, that like special like feeling you get when you watch it. That's just like indescribable. And it was just it was such an amazing experience for me to watch it. And it was sort of like a callback to my childhood. And I thought it was just like a complete home run of like epicness. Like it was just fantastic. Yeah. It made fun of all the, um, the, the like darkening, uh, yeah. like more serious tone things. The Muppets yeah. were basically that, like what yeah, the Muppets like the could have become. Of, right. Of, right. Yeah. But they committed to, we're going to make a movie that feels like a Muppet movie. Yep. It's going to be happy. It's going to be lighthearted. It's going to have some actual heart to it. It's going to be sing-songy. And overall, and it's going to be cheesy and corny. And but it's going to make that, people feel yeah. good. But we're committing to that. The little we're kids not, will like it. Adults yeah, will like it. We're committing yeah, exactly. to the happy feeling. And that's what we want to deliver. And that's what the movie is going to be. Because well, that's what the Muppets are. Right. And I turned to you and I... I I looked around the theater right before the lights went right, off, right. and there were like little kids in front of us. Then yep. there was the row of us, which yep. were all in our, you know, mid to late twenties or thirty. Shut up, old. And, <laughs> and then I look behind us, and there's an God. Old, when did I start being the old guy in the group? Were, I don't know if you're older than all of them. Okay, I think about it. All right. Um, <laughs> there's an old couple, like two rows up behind us. Yep. Just, just them. Yeah. And they weren't even with like grandkids. And I, I looked at you, and I'm like, wow. There's like. Every age group possible yeah. represented. You were like, it's the Muppets, silly or stupid. <laughs> I think it was stupid. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it's just, it's the Muppets. Yeah. You can't go wrong. Well, you, you know, And that's the have, biggest but. compliment we can give the movie is that it was the Muppets. Right. Exactly. Well, yeah. Yeah. My Facebook status, if you don't, if you can't find anything good in this movie, if you don't like it, then you have no soul. Like, it's just like, hmm. it's it's such a happy awesome positive like movie that makes you feel good about yeah, life yeah warm and tingly I mean, yeah yeah we don't have enough warm and tinglys in this world the whole anymore movie is about having hope oh. yeah and about having yeah, a dream and exactly. going for it and hopefully you know well being successful all the highlights and the funniest moments though were definitely the ones that were like self-jabbing Oh, oh yeah, and the, like all the little things of like Amy Adams singing in the in the window, and then them <laughs> zooming out to the guy right. just spraying the window with a hose. <laughs> so good, like those little things happened over and over, but they yeah. never got no. tiresome. It was yeah. funny I every hope time. If they do more, Jason Siegel will stick with it. Maybe I he guarantee can kind of be the new Muppet yeah. guy. I, I, like, I he'll can, continue I can't to write see them veering back into like you know the old ones where they were pretty terrible i mean once this is sort of not like a reboot but they sort of i think this is like the re- rejuvenation of the franchise i think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was great yeah i really enjoyed it and the first time i really got attached to them was the uh the muppet show in disney mm-hmm. in the mgm studios there have you ever seen it i haven't <clears throat> it's really i have good. it's awesome yeah it's good that's when because I I had seen it a bunch of times. Of course, I watched like the Muppet Babies, and I watched the Muppet, Muppet Show. Muppet Babies is awesome. I watched yeah. all that stuff as a kid. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> oh, bow, bow. It's like one of the few voices that I can get it's somewhat good. close to. Thank you. But uh, it was like 
when I went and saw it in Disney and I was like 16, 17, like I got like that humor yep. that yep. you didn't get as a kid. And I was yep. just like, oh, my God, the Muppets are awesome. Yeah. And since then, for like the last 10 years, it's been like the Muppets are the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just great because it's still there. I know. It's they're great. Yeah. Like the humor is just so spot on. Like we mentioned, um, I don't know if it was this week or last week, but, you know, even when they hosted, you know, it make it makes no sense, you know. To put them with wrestlers, but even with the wrestlers on Raw, they did. You know, mm-hmm. they have this like intangibility to be able to be like funny and yep. topical and like go through any. You can put them on anything. They've been on the Tonight Show. They've been on you know any all talk show. You and you can do it, and right. you still believe kind of like yeah, you do. You know, it's a, you know it's a Muppet, but it's still but it's still real, right? You're like yeah. oh my god, they're gonna interact. Like you know, you see yeah. different people. I, I remember <laughs> when we were sitting in the theater. And the chickens were all there singing the CeeLo song. Yes. And we are cracking (laughs) up. And I look at Mike and I go, why is this so funny? I don't know. And we had no idea, but we were laughing (laughs) so hard. Chickens. I think it's because the chickens are going, when they're supposed to be saying, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was great. They did a. Uh, Now, now, the only thing that seemed different, some of the voice actors. For the Muppets, well, seemed to be yeah, Miss they, Piggy was off. There are some that are slightly different They're because different. Jim Henson voiced some of them. Well, he did a yeah, lot of one. Jim, Jim Henson did Kermit yep. and Rolf, which has always been they've been different since pretty much he Rolf passed away. Okay, Rolf sounded fine. He didn't even have that much voice. No, time. there were some that I was really like, uh, what's the rat Rizzo, uh, Rizzo, Rizzo the rat wasn't in it all that much. No, I saw him for like a few seconds here and there, and I always thought he was funny. Yeah. I well, think, there's a lot we could have had more of, but right. then what are you going to do? Like yeah. Bunsen and Beaker, I could have used more of. I can always use yeah. more Bunsen the and Beaker. Barely in it. Animals, chef, amazing. Yeah. Animal drum. Yeah, <laughs> the animal storyline there was good. That was so yeah. good. No drumming. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I do believe that Frank Oz decided to not voice Miss Piggy and Fozzie. I want to say for this one, for some whatever reason, he wanted to move on from the Muppets because he said he's been doing it for over 30 years yeah. and. I, I don't know if that's confirmed because I actually haven't looked on IMDb or any of the sites, but Miss Piggy did seem a little off to me. Yeah, but mm-hmm. so I don't know if that's true or not. But so I don't know. Was there a point where you guys got teary? Yeah, the Rainbow Connection. I yeah, got, me too. As soon as he started yeah. playing the Rainbow Connection, I was. It was I like such got, a like, nostalgia thing, and then, like yeah. nostalgic, yep. teary. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that killed me. I cried yeah. like three times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, the Muppets. My sister looks over at me the first time, and I wipe my nose real quick and give it a quick... <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, no, just the stuff he knows. And I know yeah, she was allergy. staring at me. Right. And then the last one at the end of the movie, I start crying a little bit. And she looks over, and this time I wipe my eye, and she just goes... I can't believe this. <laughs> I didn't well, that it. goes to Brian's thing. Do you not have a soul? Right. Like, yeah. It's the freaking Muppets. When they went outside and there was the huge crowd there, I was like, yeah. huh. I almost got like happy tears. I, I was welling up. I was like, oh, my God. I know. It, it's All so I was well thinking was, done. oh, my God, the tears need to stop. I need to look normal by the time the lights yeah. come on. <laughs> the one thing at the very end of the movie, well, uh, oh, yeah, they did They did kind of go into that in the credits that he decided to give the theater back to him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The whole time I'm like, well, they're all happy and celebrating and everything. That's great, but what about the theater? <laughs> well, I don't want to spo- I'm spoil. It. We're in the spoiler room. The spoiler room. Did you realize? Did you read? Um, in one of the interviews, they said the original ending they had, which seems kind of weird. The original ending was the alternate ending was, which will probably be on the DVD, was that the the Kermit oil tycoon the whole time was <laughs> no was Kermit dressed in it was dressed in like a costume, and at the end he's going to reveal himself to be Kermit and say that like. He he did it the whole time to try to get the Muppets back together. That would have been with, stupid. Yeah. yeah. So that was the original ending, which 
That would have been glad, terrible glad they because they it. were. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the the Gonzo constantly <laughs> ball spinning right. arm going. Well, this was a lot better. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, Gonzo being totally ridiculous, like blows up his right. entire business. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> right. Like, there's no turning back. I'm going to take this multi. I love that when yeah. he falls, he's hitting things on the way down. Yeah. It's just- it's like, oh, that's death right So there. good. And it's the simple simple little things like Fozzie walking with the fart shoes. We're all like, yeah. the kids laughed hysterically right. at the fart yeah, shoes in the theater. Now, how many kids went home or are asking for whoopee cushions and right. do this yeah. now? Right. Oh, and want to watch like old episodes of The Muppets. Granted, they'll have no idea who any of the celebrity hosts no. are. I yeah, think yeah. I wouldn't be I surprised if this led to... They, they tried doing it years ago. They did the show called Muppets Tonight. Yes, I remember that. Which yeah. was more modern celebrities and a more modern version. Mm-hmm. But I think there was something missing from it, and maybe it was the heart. Maybe if they kind of took this to that stage and, I don't know, maybe did like a maybe. new Muppet show, I'd watch it. Mm-hmm. I, I think Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, I think it's going to all be dependent upon how it does at the box office. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure, I mean, they opened at the right time. They did Thanksgiving weekend. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's going to be a monster opening weekend. Oh, I, don't, sure. I don't think like monumental, but I think it's going to be pretty good. Absolutely, I so. agree. What about the what about the cam- celebrity cameos? Oh yeah, lots oh, of cameos. Yeah, none that I was like, oh right. Oh yeah, like um, Jack Black. I felt was I knew most of the people that were going to be in it, so I was almost yeah. waiting for them to pop up. But what is Jack Black? My issue with Jack Black was what. <laughs> What has he done lately where his face was visible to children, too? Where were the kids? Uh, like, oh, my gosh. Gulliver's Jack Travels. Mm. Um, yeah. Other than Kung that, Fu Panda, he voiced. Voice he voiced it, but will a little kid understand that that's the voice of Kung Fu Panda? They might recognize I, I the voice, but I don't know. I think it was more for the adult yeah, I teenage. I don't think really like they I said, were. If they had The Rock show up, I would have been like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think the celebrity cameos were for the audience. I think they were for the celebrities. Oh, really? Been. I think they were people who were all big Muppets fans that said, I want to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. How, what other cameos were there? I Zach Galifianakis. Right. He was in it. That was funny. Yeah. Uh, uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. Um, Sarah Silverman. Yes. Finally, because you expected her in a different spot. Yeah, I did. Remember you Leonard, at, I thought it was going to be Sarah Silverman. Theory. Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. Big Bang Theory. Um, uh, not Leonard. Sheldon. Uh, Sheldon. Sorry. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, not like you care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, burnt. Hey, I was giving him credit for being in the movie. Um, I'm surprised people like Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler didn't show up or anybody like that. You would yeah. think all those guys. Oh, like a but, bigger, bigger name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who else do we have? There was. Uh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking, thinking. Blank. There were so many. I'm like, uh, um, Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, yep. yep. Selena um, Gomez. Selena, Selena Gomez. Yeah. The younger kid, from kid from Modern Family. Modern Family yeah. Yep. Um. I was yeah. when Selena Gomez showed up. I was so scared Bieber was going to show was up. I. <laughs> I thought that he was going to be their big. I was like, if if Bieber is their big host, yeah, I am not going to be happy with this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, the only thing I was disappointed with with it being Jack Black is because he was already in it. Yeah, right. So I was like, I want someone new and yeah. someone like the whole hostage taking thing was funny. I yeah. would have loved to see someone actually step up and do it, but mm. maybe that's what the also, upcoming they Muppet shows for. Of- cameos that were recorded but got cut for time oh, uh, sure. crystal and i think three or four others that i read that were in they got cut for time so. really hmm. <laughs> i feel the like movie crystal's ran, cut what, an hour and 38 minutes or something yeah yeah it was it was good time yeah. yeah yeah it was it wasn't too long what did you guys think of the toy story short in the beginning before that was Great. cool really good pixar yeah. never goes wrong with their shorts they're all good yeah. even the, the whole story to this movie was good yeah. yeah i wasn't sure like how are they gonna pitch this 
Like, what's the story to the Muppets yeah. this time? But I thought the storyline was really good. I love I when they were traveling yeah. by map. Yes. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> Let's travel by map. It's so much quicker. Yeah. Let's I think pick up the rest of the Muppets. The they they up out of the water. Yeah. <laughs> They're all, and then the windows open. Like, <gasps> they held their breath. <laughs> so good. I think it was really smart for them to, you know, kind of show that the Muppets were sort of like lost their faith and they mm-hmm. were sort of split up. And it's been like years and years, like kind of like doing the real life thing and i thought that was a very smart way to approach it not to say like oh the muppets are all together and yeah. you know everyone remembers them and, and how exactly. they, they kind of lost yeah know, they lost something like their their i don't know what mojo it is. not their mojo but it was almost like that that part of you that's still a child yeah like they had yep. lost all that and then yeah. i like the whole parallel they did with uh the relationship between jason siegel and amy adams mm-hmm. and then kermit and piggy yep. yeah they kind of like paralleled the two relationships that was really good writing mm-hmm they did and I like the uh, the callbacks to the couple of the callbacks to the old movies, like when they go to pick up uh, in the montage and they go to pick up the giant. I can't is Sweetums the giant yeah, Muppet. Sweetums. He's at the exact same place where he was yeah. in the original Muppet <laughs> movie, and he still doesn't make it. And uh, <laughs> Amy Adams checks into Mel's diner, which is from the yep. original movie, and you know, and of course the pictures that uh, Miss Piggy and Kermit have are from Muppet Take Manhattan mm-hmm. in their wedding ceremony. So it, it was just the cool little callbacks. Obviously, unless you're a huge Muppet fan, those things you're not going to yeah. like remember. But Rolf's uh, quick flashback was great. When it was in the hammock. <laughs> yes. So we're uh, we're getting everyone back together. All right. <laughs> just lay, a typical dog laying. Good down. story. Yeah. <laughs> He's great. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well then, uh, as we get out of here, final thoughts, Mike. Got none. Got none, Brian. <laughs> Definitely, if you're even a small Muppet fan, or if you're just looking for a good movie to see, I know why am I saying it to people who've probably already seen it? But it was a fantastic movie, like I said before. Pretty much. Bottom Absolutely. line. Absolutely. It's, it's awesome. All right, then. Uh, head to our site, thegeekgeneration.com, to check out all the info there. Please rate the show and write a review on iTunes like those great ones that I read before. Every little bit helps. Also, uh, go to thegeekgeneration.com slash awards to submit your nominations for the 2011 Geekies. We are still looking for theme music, so send an MP3 to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com uh, if you'd like to submit theme music for the show if you have any questions comments insults or topics you would like us to discuss on a future episode send those to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com or at geek generation on twitter or 508-316-9787 is where you can leave a voicemail if you'd like to submit an article to the site or an audio file to the show send those to guest at thegeekgeneration.com also if you want to be a staff writer on the website please get in touch with me i would love to have people on that are uh, filling specific voids in our writing holes right now that'd be great that sounds dirty. Phil, <laughs> please what, fill what my holes. Fill specific my voids in our writing holes. My shirt says, I, I see, see dumb, dumb people. people. Ah. But I'm only looking at you right now, Mike Volpe. That's because Brian's not here. Oh. Ah. Ah. As always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. <laughs> I have to mix it up every now and then, you know. Episode 62. Mm-hmm. We are getting out of here. Make it so.